All right. So our daily block is glowstone. It's found in all nether biomes. Glowstone is one of the few light sources you'll see illuminating the nether. Unlike other lights, it's considered a transparent block. You can mine it with a pickaxe to produce glowstone. It's uh, sorry, produce glowstone dust or use silk touch to make it drop itself. Both block and dust have many uses in crafts and potions. It's transparent. Uh, it has a light emission of 15, the highest light emitting level. It's renewable. Its blast resistance is 0.3. Its hardness is 0.3. It's not flammable, and you, you have to mine it with silk touch to get it to drop itself. Behavior. The block produces the brightest possible light to penetrate the nether's dim gloom. It's a vital ingredient in crafting. You can use it to create redstone lamps and respawn anchors. The glowstone dust it produces is also used in brewing to increase the strength of the potion's effect. Generation. Glowstone generates in hanging configurations from ceilings or within naturally generated bastion remnant structures. As well as generating naturally, you can craft glowstone using four pieces of glowstone dust. A light in the dark. You can increase the amount of glowstone dust you receive by using the fortune enchantment, though four pieces is the maximum. Redstone dust placed atop glowstone will carry a signal upward, but not downward, which makes it a useful block to have on hand when building redstone circuits. All right. So that was a fun little Blockopedia entry. And now for what we're going to be talking about today. The Nether. Alright, so let's start with what we know about the Nether. The Nether is, I think, a very dangerous dimension. I'd say it's more dangerous in the end, because in the end you have one goal. Kill the Ender Dragon. And sure, it's dangerous, but in the nether, if you found something really good, like let's say netherite, and then you slip and fall into lava, it's gone forever. There's no lava in the end, although you can fall into the void, which stinks, but I still think that the nether is more dangerous. Anyway, it's full of lava and very powerful mobs, like the ghast and the blaze and the wither skeleton. It has fungus... Like, fungus, I don't know. There's, like, huge fungal trees, the crimson forests, and the warp forest, and there's, like, fungus everywhere. Uh, there's nether wart, nether fortresses, and bastion remnants. Let's, let's get a list of all the nether biomes and talk about each of them. The first one is the crimson forest. The Crimson Forest is a red fungal forest that has hoglins and a bunch of little red nihilium. What's nihilium? Well, let's pull out our Blockpedia and find out. Okay, please don't be annoyed. I know this is kind of cheesy. Alright, so, nihilium. Nihil the nether doesn't seem like the most hospital place for plant life, which makes nihilium blocks all the more miraculous. These variants of netherrack can support roots and fungi. The crimson variety grows in crimson forests, while warp nihilium appears in warp forest biomes. 
It's found in warped and crimson forests of the nether. The stats. It's opaque. No light can come through it. It has no light emission. It's renewable. Has a blast resistance of 1. And it's a 0.4 hardness, meaning it's very easy to mine. It's not flammable. And you need to mine it with silk touch to get itself. And then the other one is the crimson nihilium, which is red. The warped one is like blue-green. Netherland. Nihilium will decay into netherrack if an opaque block is placed above it, although it won't change if lava or water flows over it. You can use bone meal on netherrack adjacent to nihilium blocks to turn it into nihilium. Using bone meal on a, on a, on a nihilium block will generate corresponding vegetation. Crimson roots and fungus will appear on crimson nihilium, for instance. You can use a bone meal on a fungus again to grow a giant fungus. So, basically, nihilium is the nether's grass. And it's kind of cool because it's only found in its forests. So, awesome. Alright, on to the next biome. Alright, the nether wastes. The nether wastes are like... Uh, I'm not sure how to describe it. This is from the Minecraft wiki. The nether's away. The nether wastes. Initially, the sole biome in the dimension before the nether update. The nether wastes are the most common biome in the nether. The surface is composed of uncovered netherrack, exposing more blobs than any other biome. Zombified and piglins will dominate this biome and can be found in hordes of up to four. So basically... Before the Nether update, I don't know if you guys remember, I don't know when you started playing Minecraft, um, it, the Nether was all just this big cave type thing full of Netherrack and like little seas of lava. That's basically what the Nether Wastes is. So it's not anything like special. It wasn't added in the new update. It was already there. All right. Time for the next, the Soul Sand Valley. All right. The Soul Sand Valley is, just like its name, a huge valley full of bone blocks and lots and lots of soul sand and soul soil. Now, that's kind of interesting because there's also soul fire there. Soul fire, soul fire is just when fire is on a soul sand or a soul soil block. So clearly, lots and lots of things died here. What made those huge bones? What died so much? What species died so much that it made all of that soul sand? My guess is going to be the builders, which I'm sure I've told you about. If I didn't, then I am bad. And the final biome, the basalt deltas. With high amounts of lava and magma cubes, this is one of the most dangerous biomes in the nether. The terrain consists of these huge spikes of basalt and huge pools of lava. They, like, collide with, like, lava seas, and the biome is almost impo impossible to build in, which explains why some bastion remnants don't spot generate here, unless a bastion, re gen uh, ah! a bastion remnant uh, spawns another biome. So, basically... Because the basalt delta was so hard to build in, like, imagine, I'm sure you've already seen it, but, like, fire and this gray stone, it's disgusting. 
<laughs> disgusting. I don't know why I said that. Um, it's scary. And that's why the, the ancient builders didn't build their bastions here. And yes, I am pretty sure that the ancient builders built the bastions and used the piglins for, like, miners. And now for the generated structures. The nether fortress is a huge castle-like structure full of nether wart and blazes. Is the only way you can find blazes. It's all. It's often found over uh, lava seas or tunneling through netherrack. And like I said, this is the only place blazes and wither skeletons spawn, making fortresses the gateway to both bosses in the game: the ender dragon and the wither. And they also contain blaze spawners, which is how you get the blaze. And there are a bunch of nether wart forms. Nether fortresses can be found in all nether biomes. The nether fossils are structures composed of bone blocks. These structures have 14 different designs. Unlike fossils in the overworld, coal ore does not generate within these fossils. This structure generates exclusively within soul sand valley biomes. Alright, so the bastion remnants. They are large fortifications made of blackstone, blackstone bricks, and basalt. A large amount of gold blocks and loot chests can be found within these structures. They generate in four distinct variants, each with its own unique structure and loot. These structures are inhabited by the piglins and the piglin brutes, but in certain variants, hoglins can be spawned in as well. These structures generate in any nether biome except for the basalt deltas. So, if they don't spawn in the basalt deltas, why is there basalt in them? Were they mining in the basalt deltas at one point? Alright, and the last one is a ruined portal. Portal, sorry. A structure containing what appears to be a destroyed nether portal and various types of stone or blackstone materials when generating in the overworld or the nether, respectively. Nether rack generates on the ground around the portal, and a chest containing loot generates within the structure. These structures can be found in any overworld or nether biome. Alright, that's it. Alright, so I hope you learned a lot about the nether in this episode. I'll see you again next Friday for lots more.